Grinders! Season 2, Episode 2! Druce, Navin, and Flint have been called to talk to Jordash again. And then I guess last episode, there was a new character called Navin, which for a while I thought was a palindrome, but then I actually spelled it out on my archaic chalkboard with chalk made from the bones of a surf. And it's actually Nivenan, and it's not even close. So I apologize for wasting everyone's time, including my own. Gather round, young children, for this is the ongoing tales of a brave group of adventurers. This is the story of the Pathgrinders. Three die deep. Uh, you guys are getting ready to leave Jordan's office. You've decided to join the City Watch, the uh, cleric of Erastal. Naven, as you guys are getting uh, ready to leave, you hear a rap at the door. Jordan says, come on in. Who is it? It is I. Good morning, guys. It's Flint. I brought donuts. Nice. Give me one of those. Snags it up. Hey, uh, so Jordan, I'm sure these guys caught you all up on what happened, and I'm sure uh, Ziljada and Daniel and uh, Drews. I don't. Where's Drews? Drews is here. Oh, well, am I here? I mean, yeah. I mean, douche. Yeah. Oh, where's douche? <laughs> sorry, I didn't <laughs> say anything because I didn't think I was here. Okay, sorry. Yeah, 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 you guys are. Hi. You guys are yeah, just getting ready to leave the office. You guys and are just. Coffee. And I was listening to whoever has their TV on in the background. So, oh, is that me? I'll turn that out. <laughs> <laughs> Maven's just talking to his God. He's getting messages. Yeah, we're overhearing. Erastal talking directly to Naven. But Naven can't hear it. That's creepy. I'm looking at all the Druses' uh, Magnamar Bibles under his bed. <laughs> <laughs> the half orc. So Jordan was, uh, he's like, I heard uh, about everything that went down last night there. Flint did your part, apparently. You know, you did, you followed uh, Druses' lead like I was, I had asked you to do. And, you guys have done so much, Flint. I want to, uh, I don't know if you want, you want, uh, I just want to talk to you. I don't know if you want these guys around or not, or if it's okay for me to talk to you in front of them about your probation. Uh, no, service. I don't have anything to hide from these guys. Um, yeah. so, and can I put in a good word here? Because not only did he follow my lead, he really stepped up to the plate. Yeah. And that's what, uh, Zilly told me earlier this morning, uh, well, before I came and woke you guys up. I just wanted to say you've gone above and beyond and, and done things that we had no idea I mean to put you in, I mean, demon beasts and extra planar spider creatures. Uh, you know, I want to say you've, you've done your duty. We've I've talked over with my superiors and, uh, you are free of community service, sir. And we never saw Flint again. Just, <laughs> yeah. Just this is your chance to, to roll a new character. <laughs> uh, well, Jordan, you know, listen. One reason I wanted to come and talk to you. Hey, that's great. Like I did not expect that at all. 
I thought I still had a little bit more you work did. to do. And uh, to tell you what, scratching it. I, I, I would like to offer my services to the Magnamar Guard here, to you. I feel like during the investigation, my connections in the city and on the streets were invaluable. I feel like I could be a liaison between the guard and the common man because when we were hunting down, you know, we got word of these uh, slavers and, the, you know, the, 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 the bouncers and the sailors, they didn't want to talk to the law. It's but true. they were able to talk to me. I feel like that's, you need a huggy bear. Oh, I was just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> you need, <laughs> you need a guy on the street that can kind of, you know, fill the gap. Shuck the jive. Do the hustle. And listen, now through this investigation and through what we accomplished together, you now have a ship, which, hey, you've confiscated, right? You've confiscated that ship. It could be put into uh, the militia's fleet. It could be auctioned off to make money for the militia. That is, of course, if the current owner, this wizard, doesn't get too upset. <laughs> Actually, I can't you know, hope he does so, get A wizard? A wizard, you say? Well, yeah, that's right. I I was, Zilly was saying he's some kind of caster, using some kind of magic summoning that creature. We found a did, bunch did of crazy have... books and stuff in this place. You know, I'm sure you've got a lot of stuff to get through. Yeah, we haven't gone through anything yet. We already got our guys going through materials you guys found in that cultist temple down in the sewers, and we have guys going through. Uh, we have our people going through uh, other things, uh, investigating other things in the city, and, and our investigators are truly overworked at the moment. Um, but just it's just paperwork and paperwork and paperwork. Well, just stuff to read, I, I should say. And now with this ship, there's more and more and more. So, I'm yeah, we're going to have plenty of cleaning up to do in this city as we get through all this information. Uh, yeah, that's a good job. You make an interesting point, liaison. Well, I thought you were going to say you were going to join us up, join up like uh, your uh, the the older gentleman here, the cleric. Troy Navin. We're uh, having a recruiting drive. I thought. Well, so, you know, uh, listen. I feel like I'm I'm better served, you know, as a, as as being your middleman and being, <laughs> you know what I mean. It, as, if I'm not carrying a badge and I'm not wearing a uniform, I think I can maybe get places these guys necessarily couldn't well something to think about yep well i'll tell you what if you want to uh come talk to me tomorrow i'll have some uh better ideas of what i can do with you and uh you druce like i was telling the these guys when they come back tomorrow we're gonna we have these cultists that are we have more, more information on uh, some of these like extreme extremists of the Norgorber cult that are serial killers. Uh, we have uh, more information of, you know, some Grok of the Cruel, perhaps, or Grok of the Cruel's agents down on the dock, dockway that are sowing seeds of uh, just, just, you know, of his evil plan to raid Magnamar and uh, start a war with our, with our city. Just all kinds of things coming down. Right, and, and as I mentioned before, so, very. If you very, want to come back tomorrow, perhaps you can go work with these guys again. Even though, 
I would work out some kind of compensation. I would absolutely love to work with these guys again. And as I was saying, I think we can do a lot for the city. And I know you're strapped for a little bit of resources, as you've mentioned a few times. But I seem to notice that there's a lot of things in your office that seem to be full that could probably just be, you know, not filled for a few weeks and get some coin for the rest of the guard. But I won't, I'll stop bringing that up. <laughs> he's, giving you the, he's giving you just like this look like, are you dumb in the head, boy? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Totally dumb in the head. And I'll just blow right past that. Just blow right past that. And uh, say, you know, you're setting us up against some pretty tough folk. I feel like I, you know, I, I have a, a rightful advantage uh, against these evildoers. But, you know, Naven here might might need a little additional equipment. Uh, all right. What are you uh, referring to? I don't know. Some we'll find something in Naven's size. Maybe maybe uh, some additional masterwork items if if you don't mind. Get get something done from someone that knows their stuff. Uh, I think uh, we we'll have to have this one prove his uh, prove his usefulness before we start mm. throwing all our good gear on him, Drew Cinda. Just to you know, just to clarify, Drews, these are not decisions that come along with your pay grade. So you may be kicking some ass out there, but you're just still following orders. Understand? Hey, uh, we'll we'll say that's what's happening. Yes, yeah. <laughs> along those lines, Naven, as you can see, I'm overloaded with a bunch of weapons, <laughs> like I'm uh, O'Shea Jackson. So here, why don't you take uh, human fighter? I got this masterwork sickle. I don't know. Is this in your skill house? You could surely take this off me. And speaking of uh, weaponry, <laughs> uh, Jordan, I got a, I got a question for you. So amongst the things on that ship, <laughs> there was this case, and inside was a firearm. His, his, you see him just kind of start to cringe a little bit. And he physically shivers. Mm. And he's just, mm, go on. Now, I'm real curious about that thing. I would love to uh, get my hands on that thing and, and uh, give it a whirl. Do a little investigation with it. Uh, see if we can't find out. I mean, because, you know, you don't see those things every day. You know, surely. I'm sure we have people in the department that. That uh, be interested in it, but uh, honestly, they're flint. I, I, I can't stand to be around the things and, and for much longer, uh, or the barrels of the black powder that you that you found along with it. They, yeah, I, I'm having Zilly take that up to uh, up to the Arvinsor to the main hold and have our have those guys figure out what to do with it. But what do you know something about firearms? Because I I tell you what, when uh, I was with Mogulub the Goblin. And he had that blunderbuss. <laughs> oh, here we go. He uh, He's the only person in the world I'd trust around that stuff. And I've sure. even seen it blow up in his face. Sure, sure. No, I've been around. I've seen one or two in action. And I would love to uh, learn more about it myself. Um, and go so far as to uh, visit the Gollum Works up in, uh, um, up in Bridgeward to see if, if, if they can shed any light on this weapon and uh how it works and with this grok of the cruel threat you know we need every edge we can get and so yeah. maybe even 
this will lead us to uh, this Captain Steric character. Uh, you know, hmm. hey, uh, let me, you know. His you, you need, you know you, I'll yeah. bring it back. You know, you, you got a good point there. And uh, like I said, we I had no idea what, what to do with that. But if, it sounds like you got a good plan. You know what? If uh, if you stay under the supervision of my officers, Drews or Ziljada, uh, Zil-Jada one that you know, you either you know, uh, I'm I'm not saying take it home, but if you want to go out with these guys and stand under their supervision, use it. Maybe have them take you there to the Gala Works or go with them there to the Gala Works to speak to the people you know up there or whatever, whatever have you. Uh, yeah, you know what? Well, I'll put you in charge of that. But uh, you're gonna you're gonna be uh, an official informant, then, if hey, that's the case. That's that's all. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. And I know I'm, that's not always the best reputation for people that live in your side of town. Ah, uh, yeah, but, uh, you know. Well, but, we won't uh, advertise it ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, I figure, so that's something uh, for you to think about there, <laughs> Flint. <laughs> I love it. Uh, okay, man. I so think are you we, willing I to risk it? Understanding. <laughs> All right. I'll tell you what. Yeah, let me get some papers. I drafted up and have you sign them. Have you sign them up tomorrow? Uh, but for now, if you go catch Ziljada before she heads up to the Arvinsor with it, then yeah, sure you can have. Tell her I told you to take you over to the Golem Works there. Talk to who you want to talk to, or wherever else you need to go. Yeah, I'll need Drew's. to find a alchemist or something till I learn how to handle this thing solo. But I appreciate the opportunity. All right, sounds like a plan. He stands up and holds out his big meaty paw for to for the class pans. Shake oh, your hand. So clammy. <laughs> oh, it's clammy. <laughs> And just rough, like sandpaper. Yeah, yeah. Oy. But moist, you know, oh, it's a weird, it's a bad. Yeah, there you go. That's a perfect example. Perfect analogy. Uh, perfect. Metaphor. Oh. No, 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 whatever. <laughs> there we perfect. go. Perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, man. He's folks. So he goes over and grabs the bottle and stares at Drews the entire time as he pours shots. <laughs> And he grabs what? his biggest shot glass and fills it up to the so that the liquor is pouring over the sides of it. <laughs> Sir, and that's he a beer mug. S- slams it into your into Drew's hand. Oh no! It says bottom up, boys. And he slams a shot, puts the uh, bottle in his shot glass back down on the the only non dusty shelf in the room, <laughs> and looks straight back at Drew's. As uh, everybody else can feel free to imbibe. Oh yeah, I, t- I toss it back same as he did, but man, it's damn it. Why don't I have the dwarf here so I could throw it on him as revenge for what he did to me? <laughs> oh, so many episodes ago. Uh, I mean, he poured it. I'm I gotta drink it. <laughs> so I'll th- I'll throw it back. I'll try to man it. Try to. Trying to totally man up on that one and uh, slam slam the glass down on the bar, but I assume you want me to take a reflex or not a reflex, a fortitude save. Oh sure, 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 sure. <laughs> Dude, 
Jared's chihuahuas are home. Oh no, you guys are getting you guys are getting attacked by the stray dogs again. Tank's tank's still alive. It's zombie tank. Oh no! Wait, why is tank dead? No, Wheels isn't dead. Tank is dead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's what I was thinking. Well, you you don't know what happened to Wheels. Oh, I know what happened to Wheels. Wheels is with Job, right? Uh, yeah, but who who? By the way, I just ran into the comic shop the other day. So. So, are you saying Drew spoke to Job and didn't tell anybody else? No, I'm saying John Literal. <laughs> I know. Sean. I'm trying to. I. No. He made it sound like you guys. Drew went and talked to that person and abandoned his post. Jesus, Sergeant Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, so you guys uh, roll out of there. Are you guys gonna go with uh, Flint, or what are you gonna do? I say we go with Flint. That's cool with you, Naven. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I was gonna say that's the first time I heard Carl talking along in a while, but he, know, he's, it was a pretty he's soaking it in. He's microphone shy. <laughs> so you guys head out. Uh, you see Zeljada packing up a wagon, Ooh. all kinds of stuff. Ooh, just outside the barracks. Ooh, she turns, sees you guys, smiles. Fellas, that was some crazy shit last night. Wasn't it? Oh my god, it was a so good, demon though. beast. We slayed a demon beast. I can't even believe it. She's just like ghosts are going on and on about never seeing anything like that before and just always just wanted to kill monsters like that and just, you know, just like super excited, like <laughs> really excited for having killed a crazy demon beast monster. Listen, I'm, like, I'm super excited as well. Uh, my bird never like, wants to see one again, but go ahead. <laughs> just thinks it's like the best thing ever. Yeah. That's what, I used to hunt things like that all the time in the forest and woods. It was amazing. <laughs> I got the blood pumping. You know what I'm saying? You know, like the blood went to places that hadn't been there in a long time. You know what I'm saying, Zilly? Yeah, she blushes. Okay, so <laughs> you guys talk to talk to Zilly. Tell her tell her uh, what's up about the uh, situation. She's like, "What? Whatever the orders are, let's, let's do it." And if you guys want to head straight, where do you want to go to? Do you want to go straight up to the Golem Works, Jared? Or oh, we I think we lost oh, him. Permanently. Oh yeah, we still yeah. So let me do my best Jared impression. <laughs> I can't you hear it. me now. No, okay, yeah, now I can. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I muted it when the dogs went bonkers. I thought Sue, maybe Sue was home, but she's not yet. So, oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, anyways, uh, yeah, I would. Um, I think so. I mean, I, not necessarily. I don't need to go to the Gomworks right away, but I do want to find somebody that maybe I do need to go there to see if they know if they deal in. Why, you know, why don't ammunition you, and repair and things like that because I'll need to get like a, a a repair kit and I need to get supplies for it. So okay. maybe yeah. So in even uh, so you're telling these guys like your plan. Why don't each of you give me a knowledge local check? Oh. Carl, Carl, do you remember if Naven has any ranks in knowledge local? No, he has zero additional ranks and knowledge local. Okay, do you know his intelligence bonus? You know what? Let me grab his notebooks, guys. Remember I wrote that down on his notebook. 
Um, hey, Carl, by the way, uh, you have to chip in for gas. It's five gold. So. Say what now? <laughs> you have to chip in for gas. For this but I have all that this grass that I grew on my farm. Can I just trade that? Well, yes. I believe that is acceptable. Your city rules. It is. You must accept it. It is. It's one of the three forms of payment we do take. Oh, is there another one? Maybe there I'll is. Keep the grass. Oh, I would love the third option. There, I rolled a. Uh, I rolled my shit. I'm. My, uh, <laughs> my intelligence is fourteen, by the way. Okay, so I'm, if if you don't have any dice handy, and since you're not Ooh, on the roll twenty, no opponent, local for uh, me. John yelled at me for rolling real dice last time, so I threw him in the lake. I don't oh. think I did. Did I? <laughs> you called Hold on. Kevin. I'll. Oh, that is true. That is. That is the highest form of disgrace that one can call another person. So, um, so oh. that would be a plus two, right? So I, I can roll his. Oh, okay. I was going to roll for him, but that's Oh, right. you roll for him, actually. You'll probably roll better. Please do. Um, all right. Pick Carl. Pick a color. Uh, oh, good. Pick a color, and I'll choose the appropriate die. Uh, red. Um, red, okay. Is that a D4? It's a D twenty. Oh, <laughs> and so you have plus two, so it's eighteen. So between Jared and Carl chit chat, or I'm sorry, Flint and Navin chit chatting a little bit about the city, mm-hmm. and Drews being like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know though shit. Navin, <laughs> even though Navin is not from town, he has a cousin who uh, lives in the city and is a janitor at the Gollum Works. Oh man, convenient. Oh, cousin Stanley. <laughs> yeah, Stanley. <laughs> and uh, Flint it's like yeah you know I you would know uh, you would realize you would know an alchemist who uh, you, you would remember one of the names of the people that you have talked to and out drinking at the bars whatever just a random acquaintance that uh, dabbles in alchemy and you've uh, you remember the specific person that you have talked to before in the past about how cool firearms and gunpowder is and he had a similar interest in the hobby or in oh. the phenomenon oh god I love it they're pretty badass yo so pretty you have badass. a couple different you have a couple different uh, options as far as like you could pursue is <laughs> to learn more information about Wait, firearms down with the gun show clan like yeah yeah he's <laughs> in the NRA for sure so my, dad, my dad's gonna play with us now yeah. Oh, there you go. So, yep. You have uh, Carl's dad, who <laughs> is a uh, dabbles in alchemy. Sweet. <laughs> His name is Carl's dad. It's Car- not Carl's. Carl's dad. Dude. Carl's yeah. dad okay. Alchemist. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Who uh, you've you know maybe rolled a few uh, golden dragon games with and down a few beers with in the day. Sounds you like. Might be a good person for you to talk to. So, which way would you want to go first? If you, I mean, this is your chance to really get moving on, on this. You have the support of the city guard. Yeah. Right. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to uh, leave this decision to you, man. This is all you. So I can either go see Carl's dad, mm-hmm. <laughs> or it's Carl's, Stanley. Carl's did. Stanley or Carl's did. I'm taking over this game. Yeah, please do. 
and, and, or go to the Golem Works, right? Is that right? Yes, Stanley, Did the janitor at the Golem Works. Yeah. He's he's highly respected there. I mean, they'll let the janitor job for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, you know, like at Starfleet Academy. Yeah, let's do it. What? <laughs> do we need to, uh... What was his name? Oh, God. Failure. Boobsy, bub... What is it? Oh, man. Alright, let's go ahead. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, Motherfucking Captain Picard... Captain Picard's janitor... Uh, oh. I'm sorry, he's a groundskeeper. Yeah. At yeah. Starfleet Academy. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, the best philosopher there. Yep. Like, the wisest man in all Starfleet Academy. It's about honor. God damn it. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Because yeah. then he's in Deep Space Nine too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So we're gonna. We'll, I'll go see this dude. But uh, Stan Stanley first. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Ziljada says, "Well, if we're gonna go up to the Golem Works up on the summit, we can just go over down to the Arvin Shore and uh, uh, take that way up. Take that way up." We can. Uh, I can still take the rest of these goods there and uh, drop them off, and then we can make our way up through the Arvinsor onto the summit. Hey, by the way, it was Boothby. 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 Yes, Boothby. Yep. Thank you. He was disdainful of herbicides and other high-tech devices, and preferred to <laughs> tend the ground by hand. <laughs> <laughs> the Arvinsor is the tallest structure in Magnamar and a wonder in a city of architectural feats. The Arvinsor stands approximately 400 feet tall, climbing the entire length of the sea cleft, which is a 300-foot cliff that separates the city into two, part, two big parts, and uh, extending nearly 100 feet above the district of Naus itself. That's where the uh, Bucklesworth Jewelry place is, gems mm -hmm. and jewelry, where you guys uh, also have an option. So I know Carl was asking... About uh, you guys having a base of operations. This guy was actually offering you guys oh, a shit, place that's to right. stay. He was. I remember. Uh, but you would job. have to stay there every night until you quit. You know, basically. And we'd, we'd have, have to work it, overnight. Well, you just keep watch, just like you would. I totally it, forgot we should go it's the do apartment, that. It's the apartment across from his shop. So you'd just be keeping watch like you would as if you're out on an adventure, you know, out mm -hmm. in a dungeon or... In a forest or something. Sure, but that's why we live in the city and work for the city guards, so we can all I sleep know. at the same damn time. <laughs> I'm just saying mechanically it would work that way. So I know. I'm just saying this guy is going to have to pay through the fucking nose for this. All. <laughs> all right, but anyway, I'm getting off track a little bit. Sorry, my bad. Um, uh, the simplest senses the Great Tower is a garrison of the city's watch and small military, as well as being a quick city-controlled connection between the shore and the summit. There's uh, This is in the book, but... Um, there, I just imagine series of elevators and staircases and like one big freight ele elevator probably um, down the center of it. <clears throat> anyway, uh, beyond beyond having these mundane uses, uh, the tower is a symbol of the city's union, ambition, and history. It can hold like it can hold a military of up to like four hundred soldiers uh, at, at one time. And it's a well well positioned to defend the city. Anyway, it's just it's amazing uh, sight to see in a city full of sights to see. Um, so you guys go through that after Zilly does her business on the bottom, takes care of you know work and turns over evidence <laughs> collected from the night before and everything. You guys take the uh, uh, the pistol in the case 
and a barrel of the gunpowder, I imagine, because there were, I think, four of them that you guys found in the secret compartment in the ship. Yes. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Okay, man. Somebody's got to stop messaging my messenger. Hold on. Sorry, dude. That's me. It's Jerry. <laughs> Ignore right. it. Ignore it. So you guys get up there, and you are now in Naus. <laughs> and uh, Naus, again, it's home to many merchants, comfortable families. Uh, it's called the New Money District by, like, the local aristocrats. It is usually pretty welcoming, though, to all citizens of Magnamar, unlike the Alabaster District, which is where, like, the old money people live. Yeah. Anyway. Fuck that place. Up here, there is just beautiful neighborhoods. And as you're passing through, you find that there's shops, uh, there's small restaurants, uh, little cafes, and people are kind of spread around. And, and it's a busy morning in Magnamar and in Naus. As you guys are walking... I imagine Drews and also, you know, especially even uh, Naven being a worshiper of Erastal and mm. uh, one with nature. Yeah. Uh, you pay attention to local plants and things as you as you go by. You notice that uh, when you're walking by one small garden, uh, some of these large flowering bushes, you see that they look diseased. Uh I don't know if that kind of thing would interest Naven or Druze. Oh, it absolutely interests me. Um, um, sorry, I'm just checking to make sure that I didn't take some thing that I thought I did. I did not. Uh, can I end up? Can I take a knowledge nature? Uh, sure. What do you want to do? You want to? Uh, I want to uh, try to try to suss out what the disease is, or if like they just haven't been watered, or or you know they're suffering some other kind of blight that I maybe would know about. Twenty-two, John. Okay, so uh, with a 22, you see what seems to be like a mass of diseased fibers growing on this plant uh, when it suddenly moves and slithers and and lashes out at you with a slam. Uh, damn it. <laughs> I, and this protoplasmic goo like, basically leaps off the so plant at you. Spooed on you. Hey, John, actually, I, what I meant to say was, I, uh, sorry, I kind of, I fumbled my words. What I meant to say is, we're just going to move on, is what I meant to say. <laughs> but fine. Uh, can you tell me what your flat-footed AC is? I totally can, and I'd love to fuck up Swamp Thing here. So my flat-footed is 13, sir. Okay. Uh, it hits you with an acid attack. Not cool. And a slam, and it does a little bit of damage to you. Let's see here. It does uh, some bludgeoning damage. Two. Yeah. I can take but it two. burns for two more acid damage, and you guys are getting attacked by this garden ooze. Bring it on! And uh, we can take care of it uh, next time. All right! Or, but uh, as you see uh, this, you guys notice these plants all around you. Just uh, this ooze is dripping. Oh! <gasps> From like a few of them, and you notice that uh, with the good, with your keen perception, perhaps the, that the sewer, loose. the sewer grate next to uh, the like oh! closest to this area has a bit of a slime trail. Oh! Not the sewers again. Oh, I don't care. I don't care. I don't even know what this means, but to me, this means Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles secretly <laughs> used too, <laughs> or Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. 
Totally. Oh my god. Can I just can I throw one of these at Naven like right at his eye? Can I... <laughs> oh my god. What if you got what if he what if you got a free level in ninja out of this? That'd oh man. <laughs> That'd be so good. That'd be so good. By the way, Audrey 2 is going to fucking die. I'm yeah. sorry, it's going to happen. What are you talking about? Can we end this episode of Pathgrinders 3D Deep? Goodbye. Scria. Oh yeah, so enjoy the Scria. <laughs> I'm not putting any more of those in. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Uh, it's me, Ian Mondrick, and I'm the guy who does the admittedly mediocre intro and outro to most of the Pathfinders episodes. Um, listen, I wanted to take a minute and ask for something from all of the loyal listeners to Pathfinders. Um, I have a Kickstarter um, that is going to be launching in the second week of September, and it is called Curio, the anti-thematic anthology, and it is an anthology of comics that I have written and had artists and creative teams from all over the world come together and draw um, it's going to be eight stories, 100 pages. There's over 20 creators. Um, it's a full-color book. The physical copies start at the $20 donation levels. Um, there's digital packages. There's original sketch covers of Ashcans, original art. There's tons of stuff. It's, it's really, really an amazing anthology, and it's made more amazing because of the people that work with me. I mean, I'm okay, but all of the people that I worked with are super dope and amazing, and this is your first and probably only chance to get it in print. Um, so please, if you're a Kickstarter aficionado, please search for Curio um, sometime in the second week of September, uh, or please check my Twitter feed at Ian underscore face. Um, or check me out on Facebook at Ian Mondrick, or I also think I'm probably on Instagram at this point, because who isn't? God damn it, it's the 21st century, um, at um, uh, Ian Mondrick. So please, thank you so much, and thank you, John, and thank you all, all, for all of the Pathgrinders and everybody from Douglas and Dragons. Thank you guys so much for all of your help and support with this project, and also thank you for allowing me to do stupid little shitty things on the beginning and ends of your episodes that I hope add value to what is already a great podcast. But thank you very much, guys, and uh, donate to the Curio Kickstarter. Thanks. Bye. Path Grinders, Season 2, Episode 2. And this is why I've always treated Little Shop of Horrors as less of a fantasy musical and more of a cautionary tale. Plants are dangerous. They're not your friends. Never eat them, because they might eat you. No, that's it. Like, that's the life lesson. Don't eat plants.
at all, ever. If there is some sort of vegetation uprising, you're going to, they'll smell it on your breath. They will come for you. They will check your stool samples if necessary. Oh, nope, that I can tell. You've eaten some of our brothers and sisters. Are those carrots? No, that's... I'm not going to say it. Corn. (laughs) Scraping the bottom of the barrel. 